You are listening to KDRT 95.7 FM in Davis, California. And this show is called Smashed and Rehashed. And I'm going to go ahead and play some intro music, and then we'll all introduce our guests today. Welcome to the show. Our guest today is Drew Walker, who is here. I had reached out to the people from the Red Museum in Sacramento, because the so, Red Museum... So yeah, say hi, Drew. Hi. Cool. Thanks for coming on. My pleasure. So I had reached out to some people from the Red Museum because they they sort of had been doing their thing for, I think, a couple of years now, and then had closed down to sort of handle some code issues with the plan of a sort of grand reopening coming up. What Where, where are things with the Red Museum right now? Um, it's a mess in there. It's a total mess. Yeah. No, well, actually, um, actually, for in this answer too, what is the Red Museum? As you, uh, the Red Museum is an artist collective, come uh, music space. We're not allowed to call it a venue. All right, so okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a. Um, we've been putting on DIY programming for a little while. Cool art events and concerts and movie nights. Um, satanic gatherings. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's. There's sort of like a list of shows. Like I'll follow all the shows that are happening in Sacramento all the time, and a lot of shows are four bands playing a show. And there's some of that that happens at Red Museum, but more often than not, it seems like there's sort of a an event or a night around it. It's not just we booked Red Museum, we're playing a show this time. Right. Yeah, we try and keep it interesting as we can. It's not very fun to just uh, have a three band bill and. Those three bands' friends show up, and I mean that's also fun and very needed. There's a place for there's a place for everything, but it's right cool to it's sort of like a curated night. Or I mean, even just reading up on it, it's it sounds like there's an element of deliberately trying to bring people together from different places, right? Absolutely, yeah. We we try and maintain a uh, you know some of our own taste going into the project. We all pay to keep it going, so it's not like. (laughs) <laughs> we're just going to step back and let everybody else plan the whole thing out for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when when did this get going, and how did it get going? Well, I wasn't there in the beginning. Um, it was started by a group of friends about two years ago, and it was just this big, empty, dusty garage space. And um, slowly more people got involved and thought to, hey, why don't we hold concerts here? The library of music landria got their start there i don't know if you've heard about that it's yeah. like a free instrument lending library out in sacramento great resource check it out um and they would were putting on concerts uh, on the super down low yeah <laughs> and uh and then we would we started building the space out a little bit and doing what we could with hammers and nails and scrap wood and uh, you know scraps of anything that we could find um, then came to pass I needed storage space for some uh, music gear and I was like hey you know we have music gear here why don't we, <laughs> why don't we do a lot more music 
Nice. And it's in it's in like a, a an old fruit warehouse or something, right? What's the what's the space or how how did you end up in that space? What well, the history of the the place. I've heard mixed reports. Uh, I know that it was at one time in the last ten years or so, a, like a concrete sculpture studio. Okay. When we when I first got there, we we had found this giant industrial dryer. Like it's basically like a rocket engine that shoots out flames on one side <laughs> of it to to dry concrete uh, or something like that. I I don't know. I, honestly. Um, the history I can't speak to so well, but I have had a lot of old school uh, Sacramento music scene folks come into shows and telling me like how exciting it is to be there again because in the past there were you know raves and okay. punk rock shows and it's right next door to the old hangar and the hangar had uh, their own thing going on for years and years and there were concerts in there before it was even a music studio i believe yeah the hangar was famous old music studio right oh, definitely or, yeah that should be yeah exactly it's a uh, tape op magazine and stuff yep. was um yeah it's a, it's a storied block and it's great for our purposes it's perfect and and when they came to turn the power off because it wasn't up to specs for the city and and of course, we were getting more and more attention. As even though we were trying to be like, no, don't write about us in the paper. <laughs> it was down low, but then it was like in- decreasingly down low as time passed by. I kept seeing it. Sort of seemed like promotion of shows was louder and louder. Not necessarily because the people at Red Museum were doing that, but because it was rippling out it was wider, growing, yeah, more widely. I mean, right? The people would come once, and they would really like it, and tell their friends, and their friends would tell their friends. And now we have a really big nice community of people who organically found the space and and uh and i th- i think that's really cool and it's kind of what diy culture you know does best for the community right. is people find their their place there they don't you know it's not like they read the paper and it's advertised to them and it's like oh look at this cool um graphic and this famous band that's playing there no it's their friends their friendships take them there you know yeah which is really rad and it sounds like so so i remember in the lead up to the sack lady fest shows that show moved a few days beforehand it sounds like the process of getting up to code has been a amicable back and forth conversation with the city but was that was was the lead up to that sack lady fest show what prompted the change um it was a big i i think you know it's funny because if we didn't have sack lady fest that weekend I think the conversation would have been different with the uh, with the city because you know that there's a big push right now by the city council and the mayor and this the creative economy pilot project they really want to support the arts in the city so we're we were at the exact right political time you yeah. know to, to not just go the way of so many other awesome spaces and the you know, in cities around the country after the ghost ship fire, yeah, that's which were just, was... you know, mercilessly, you know, okay, you, this, you know, bringing, bringing burnt ramen up to code would have been $100,000 if they wanted to be a, you know, venue, yeah. have, be licensed for assembly and have the hundred people that, that want to go to a show there legally, you know, be there. So there's a lot of hurdles to, um, to, you know, having, having, your space rated for assembly a lot of people being in there at once there's a lot of concerns which 
there should be. But um, yeah, I mean, Sac Lady Fest represents this huge, diverse community in Sacramento. You know, ladies and <laughs> and uh, you know queer folks, and and um, they were supporting the the Gender Health Center, which is a really great resource for anyone considering themselves, you know, kind of outside the gender binary and needing yeah. health support. And, and so, you know, the city was like, oh, my God, like, this is a this is a nightmare. You can't cancel Sack Lady Come Fest. in and shut this thing <laughs> yeah, down, like, yeah. Like, um, but beyond that, they, like, especially um, Steve Hansen and his office and people in his office have been very supportive because they've been to events there. And they're like, they see that we're not, you know, a, a boogeyman or doing anything too you know scary or, or wrong for the community or or taking advantage of right the community or anything like that so yeah it they, sounds like it's not a work we we got to come in and shut down this place that's off the off the books we need to help them we need to tell we need to let them know exactly what they do need to do so that they can stay on right 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 and i mean much more than that they helped us financially in a big way um with the the union the electrical union ibu um, cool. They had them come in and bring us up to code, and we didn't pay anything. And so that's part <laughs> of that investment in the arts yeah. money? That's where that money comes from? Um, I believe so. <laughs> you don't really ask. You just, you know, you just I j- I just take do, it and put it in, right? Like, <laughs> I, I, I just kind of do my, my world of stuff there, which is doing sound and hooking up bands and thinking of fun stuff to do. Like, all of the administration has, has been handled by Jen Jackson, who, cool. who's our matriarch and uh and um you know we all bend the knee to daenerys jackson at <laughs> so if you caught yeah if you caught the sacramento b article there was a video that accompanied it and she was sort of the 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 person there right who are some of those other people who got it going you said you came in a little bit after it was already going just oh yeah there's um there's kyle mitzel and his girlfriend uh and partner kate i guess that's the same thing and they've been there the whole time. Super, uh, he's a really talented artist. He does a lot of the graphic stuff that you might see there. A lot of the paintings on the walls. Um, he also I saw some of the, some of his art on the. You can if you give to the Indiegogo, you can get some of his art, right? That's right. Yeah, and he's incredibly prolific and just works there a lot. Um, building maintenance. He's at every show, like taking care of business. He's um, and and you know practicing his art and getting really really good at it and and so that's another cool benefit of the space is we it's a membership thing like people pay for a monthly membership they get a key and they can use the space for their music or for their art so i mean we've had a lot of really interesting cool members like uh, like buddy hill with musical andrea like his band separate spines would practice there cool. and and now they're about to release their like second album and it's ripped and super good and um, Drug Apartments plays there a lot. They're playing the fest this Saturday, nice. and um, and yeah, now they're going on tour all the time. You know, like without yeah, bands and artists need this. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, space like that when you live in. It's different when you're, it's different when you're not, uh, you know, a fully fleshed out rock and roll band. You can chill at home on your laptop with your headphones or or whatever. But like space, you need space. You need opportunity, and you need room for an audience and you need um, support from the community and stuff like this with when you're creating art or music like it's uh it's the coolest thing that we do for sure is is see the members 
doing awesome stuff with the time and the space. I've seen, we, I was actually having a conversation with some friends the other day talking about that. This, the, the practice, some practice spaces in Davis are disappearing. Like third space is no longer there. And there were a lot of bands who practice there. And then there's this other area that's looking to possibly, possibly be developed. And so there, and some bands practice there and it's possibly going to disappear. And so some of them are playing in Sacramento now and it's not like there's just easy places to find in Sacramento either. So, and they're, pricey and you don't make a lot of money with your you know playing playing at bars or playing at diy shows so it's it's uh it's cool to have not just the space but like the the community supporting you like okay you can have a night a week here for sure and we'll practice right after you and we'll hang out in between <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it's, you know, yeah it's the social side to all of it where did you, your band used to play i honestly i play in my uh, spare room at my brother's house in Vacaville, <laughs> where he's got he lucked out with some good neighbors and mm-hmm. and uh, that's it right there. Community support, man. Yeah, exactly. Bands need it. I mean, what what makes a city cool? What makes a place um, special? It's like it's the artists and the music that we lift up to represent yeah. us. You know, like when you think of at, at least me when I talk to other people who come through and play there, I want to hear about what's the coolest thing going on in your city like yep. what's the cool band oh you've heard of this band and this band oh i have heard that band that's that's from you know providence awesome <laughs> like yeah like so and that kind of stuff doesn't happen without people just making it happen yeah yeah like to. your brother's neighbors <laughs> no so yeah it's my brother's neighbors and one time my we, we played at my house which is a small little house in winters with neighbors close by and we played and we were like well we should stop around 10 because just just uh, as a courtesy and we played a song that like was going to be the last song it was going to go till like it was like 1002 <laughs> the door knocked and the the bassist just kind of leaned over answered it and said all right yeah we'll shut it down and i asked him which neighbor it was and he said it was both neighbors <laughs> who just converged on the door at 1001 <laughs> to like <laughs> shut it down so, like that option's not there it's not an easy thing <laughs> um so real quick i want to ask about red x the event that's coming up and then we're going to play a band from that or play pick an artist i don't know which one yet mm. we might come back and try and take a phone call but real quick first what's uh what is red x red x is kind of the red museum's coming out party like hey our electrical is all fixed um come enjoy some safer lighting and uh <laughs> and shelter um we're doing yeah it's an all-day music festival this saturday the 26th uh it starts at three it goes until probably past midnight we got rad bands playing, a lot of Sacramento bands that, that we love a lot, a lot of members bands. Um, we got So Much Light and uh, Drug Apartments, No Age, uh, Hobo Johnson is playing, Young on D. I'm going to do a set in the, uh, first because somebody's got to open. And he is Doofy Doo. <laughs> I'm going to ask him a little bit about that in a little while too. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm on the bill. The show sounds cool. <laughs> we got a lot of cool vendors and uh, you know we're building – shade so you don't have to sweat out the whole thing and we got an outdoor stage an indoor stage ample parking <laughs> very cool it's gonna be fun and the way so the way people get tickets to that is by supporting the indiegogo campaign i'm not going to tell you that you sh- to do that but you can do that and there will be a link on this show that we'll we'll share afterward um so it's red museum's indiegogo campaign right and if and if one gets their ticket early instead of showing up at the door it's a uh, five dollars off so that's um, yeah or plenty. you can donate even more and get cool art by kyle mitzel or or you can even get 
um, gift certificates to Mother, which Mike Tiemann from Drug Apartments is the chef there. So Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, so they're supporting. He's we, the guy, like, if you order that, like, 10-plate sample thing that is, like, chef's choice, he's yeah, the guy who comes out and That's the guy, exactly. Oh, wow. Yeah, I only know him as that guy. I didn't know he was in a band. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shout out to our sponsors. We're going to have Roost Dollar Beer there. Cool. Bogle Winery. We're, we're a big deal, man. Bogle's yeah, that's like some good support. Board. Bogle. That's like, <laughs> I, I think I had some friends that had that at their wedding or something. Oh, yeah. That's good. Totally. All right. Um, let's see. Who should I play? I'm going to pull it up. I'm going to say. Did you play that So Much Light track? Let's see here. Did I keep that up? This dude just released the new album that I'm pretty hyped on. Deep Down, right? Uh, yeah, that's that's my favorite one on there. So the album is called Oh Yuck. This is by So Much Light, and the song is called Deep Down.
So that was um, So Much Light with the song Deep Down off his brand new album, Oh Yuck. And uh, are we going to play another one? Yeah, what do we got next? Uh, Drug Apartments uh, with the song Mother Invention. Both band, both artists are playing at the Red X this Saturday. Yep. So Much Light's playing around 6, and Drug Apartments is playing at like uh, 9, I think. Cool. Here you go. Drug Apartments song's called Mother Invention.
That was Drug Apartments. Yeah. Uh, they're members at Red Museum. You can hear <laughs> them through the door uh, most a few nights a week practicing. <laughs> are they cool? So that's do you sort of like book like a little schedule grid and bands are just coming in and out or just yeah, coming in yeah. and out using the space? How does it work? This is still the song finishing up, by the way. I'm letting him go. <laughs> um, the, uh, how does it work in terms of, like, do, is there a way for people? This was part of that conversation I was having the other day about equipment. Is there a way to keep equipment there as well, or do you bring your equipment in and out? I think that's the standards. You bring your equipment in and out, but. Um, yeah, in a, in a specially locked, um, guarded by uh, a Cerberus room, there is storage. Nice. That's no one awesome. can ever get in there. That's a pretty amazing thing to, to <laughs> offer. That was great. Uh-huh. All right, one second. So hunger in rural areas is typically higher than the national average, and Yolo County is no exception. There are thousands of food insecure people in Yolo County, including more than 13,000 children. Founded in 1970, the Yolo Food Bank now serves 25,000 people every month, distributing 3 million pounds of food every year. If you need assistance or if you can help with donations of food, funds, or your time, please call 530 530- Six six eight zero six nine zero, or visit yolofoodbank.org. Um, how does so? So one thing that it talks about on the Indiegogo for the Red X show and the reopening of Red Museum is a place like this existing in a gentrifying city that's that's changing. How how much of it feels does does re- that feel like Red Museum's uh, purpose it serves in a time where venues are closing multiple. Right. It's not an easy thing to sustain, first in terms of making the business sustainable and then also for artists to live and practice in the areas. I mean, it's a hard it's a it's a hard place to be in because now that we're getting support from the city, it feels like uh, it's it's a lot harder to um, try and represent people who are might be pissed at the city. Yeah. Yeah. But what I can say is uh, we want we want to support the community that's what we always wanted to do so i mean in the same way i, you know, I want i want to see rent con- 